Back on a new breed of golf, Michael Breed, Greg Ducharme. Our email address is a new breed of golf at michaelbreed.com. We tell, keep telling you that because we want you to give us some uh, ability to reach out to you. And the way you're going to do that is send an email, give us a telephone number. We're calling one lucky listener every single day and reaching out and having a great time with it. Now, I got to tell you, our, our special guest, rookie on the LPGA Tour, but not a rookie in the game of golf. In fact, two-time uh, uh, runner-up in the U.S. Women's Amateur, Alban Valenzuela. Alban, how are you? Hi, good morning, Michael. Thanks for having me. Good morning to you as well. We appreciate you taking time to talk with us on what no, is certainly you. an interest. Yeah, an interesting time. So, so uh, uh, let's talk a little bit. Now, where are you uh, currently at the at the moment? Are you in the U.S. or or where are you? Uh, so I'm currently in the Bahamas where my family lives. I've been here for now over two years. Uh, so I can yep. I can hardly complain. I mean, I see the sunshine every day. Obviously, I can't play as much golf as before because we're still in very strict quarantine and long lockdown rules. But I get to see the sun. I'm with my family, so I can't hardly complain. What has that been like for you? I mean, is there have you been able to get outside and go for walks, or are you literally quarantined, have to stay inside, can't get out? It really goes back and forth. I mean, we've had a week straight where we could not even, you know, set food outside of our house. So that was really crazy. But then I live in a golf course. So I get to sneak out and play a few holes uh, with my family. So it's really not too bad. I, you know, we don't have a driving range. I cannot really play normally or practice the way I would want to. But it's still pretty nice. Like, I can't complain, really. <laughs> It doesn't sound like you would complain. Let me uh, let me ask you a couple different things now about um, this. This uh, we'll call it a rookie season, but it's really only been three <laughs> events for you as you as you get into this. It, it, and it's got to be a little bit frustrating. You feel like you you you've, in the three events you've played, you've missed one cut, but the play has been very consistent. Tell me a little bit about this LPGA experience and you getting to the LPGA tour. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely crazy. I'm part of the rookie COVID edition. You know, it's a little bit special, but it's, I guess it's the same for everyone, even the veterans and just, you know, athletes all across different sports. Um, it's definitely very tricky. I only had the chance to play three events, as you said. Um, it was not my best start, but it was also, you know, not a bad start. I shot under part every single tournament. Um, so, you know, it was sort of there. I made, made the cuts. Um, not a bad start as a rookie. Definitely good learning experience. Uh, but for me, it was just, you know, the fun of being on the LPGA. I got my card last year uh, during my senior year at Stanford and was definitely a very big achievement for me. It was something I always dreamt of uh, accomplishing and just being a part of the LPGA tour is so special and unique. And uh, we'll see how things kind of unfold with this virus. But I'm really excited, you know, to get back, compete with everyone else and um, being back to, you know, keep doing my job. <laughs> I would imagine, too, as we talk about this, that, uh, your your uh, teammate Andrea Lee, um, who also did what you did, got to uh, the tour through through Q School. Um, I would imagine that there's been a, a number of conversations that you have had with her. Just kind of share with us what what that friendship has meant to you as you have gone through this uh, unthinkable situation with this COVID nineteen, and and uh, as you have attempted to try to play at, at the highest level in, in women's golf. Yeah, you know, definitely Andrew and I are very close. I mean, we've had, um, we were freshmen together at Stanford. We're part of the same class. And 
I got to know her even before I went to Stanford, and she's an unbelievable player, but an even better person. So definitely getting to share this experience with her has been very special, and also just special of being both from Stanford and having this experience together and kind of bringing that on tour and jo joining Mario Saghouse, Lauren Kim, and all the girls that have been there before. Uh, definitely, you know, it's tricky for us. We were uh, both having, you know, we both had to make the decision of uh, turning professional or staying at school, and we both ended up foregoing our amateurs career and college careers of our teammates to pursue our dream of playing on the LPG tour. And that's been now kind of up in the air. We don't really know what's coming in the future or how the season's really going to unfold. But I think we're all in the same situation. There's really nothing we can do. It's out of our control. It's, it just goes beyond sport and it's something we really can't control. We talk about it, obviously we share our concerns um, and kind of, you know, trying to see what, the, how it's going to be like, but it's very hard at this point. I would imagine Alban Valenzuela, my guest this, this morning, a uh, rookie on the LPGA tour. Alban, let me ask you this question. As I, as I um, look at your statistics on the LPGA tour, and again, it's a small sample size. We're only talking about 10 rounds of golf, but <laughs> I would imagine that, that one of the questions that you had for yourself was, am I good enough to play the LPGA Tour? And then the second one might be, what do I need to do to improve? In the very, very short period of time that you've been out there, give me an idea about your comfort level at this uh, level in the game, the highest level of the game, the LPGA Tour. Well, you know, definitely I come in as a rookie, so I know I have a lot to learn, but at the same time, I think I had – a lot of experience already playing in professional tournaments. Um, I've played about 10 or 11 majors and also the Olympics. So I think I really relied on this experience going to the LPGA. I did not really feel intimidated or anything. I felt it was more the natural transition, you know, playing college golf for three, three years, three and a half, and then uh, jumping onto the LPGA tour. I think you know, really the college experience was the best, um, the best for me in order to, you know, get my game ready for tour. And then I think it's just learning experience. You just have to learn how to compete out there. And uh, I think it sort of not gets easier, but you get more used to the courses as the years go by. And I think as a rookie, it's just about learning the new courses, um, understanding my game under pressure and kind of getting used to playing week by week. So it's, I know it's going to be a long journey. I'm just really excited to be on tour and we'll see how, you know, I develop as a player and as a professional athlete. It's so interesting because you talk about pressure and, and, Playing at the collegiate level, pressure is a is something that happens, uh, but it's different than playing on the LPGA tour. How are the pressures yeah. different, or have they felt different to you since you uh, again in this the, these three events that you've played as a rookie? Well, it's very. I think it's different in the sense that when you're a student athlete, you just have to deal with not only performing on the golf course but also performing uh, in the classroom and. I was definitely more on the perfectionist side of thing when it came to school. I always wanted to be, you know, have the highest grades and I I was really dedicated to my studies. So balancing both was definitely challenging. I was putting a lot of pressure on myself and now, you know, I'm still graduating this year. So I still had school in my mind, um, but I think once I'll just have golf and that will be my only focus, things will be easier for me. As you look at your game, is there a part of your game that that you felt you know what I've got to I've got to get more consistent with um, putts inside of ten feet or I've got to become a better bunker player or short game has to improve? Is there a part of your game that that you're looking at right now and you're going okay this is an area of importance for me I have to start to get better at this? 
Well, I think you can never be good enough in short game. So, you know, I definitely practice my short game a lot. I can always get better. Uh, but overall, I'm a pretty consistent player across my game. You know, I'm a good long game player. And I think my short game has really improved over the years. And uh, I was definitely a little bit disappointed with my putting in the first uh, three tournaments. But I was still making a bunch of putts. And then uh, I had the chance of meeting with Brad Saxon. And he gave me some really good tips. And uh, now I feel super confident, excited about my practice with putting, and I'm really excited to get back to competition and see how it goes. Fax is such a fun guy to to uh, talk to as we talk with Alban Valenzuela. Brad Fax is such a good guy. When you go and you, and you meet with a guy like that, yeah, who has that kind of um, uh, demeanor, he's a very, he's low ego kind of guy, but really knowledgeable. What are what, what were the things that that uh, you and Brad talked about that have given you a little bit more confidence in what you're doing with your putting? Uh, I mean, we talked about a lot of things, but I think his really his philosophy is about keeping things simple and having fun. It's like, how do you transform your practice into something fun and something you're excited about? Um, and I think I was very natural player. You know, all, you know, my driver, I would just stand up and hit it. Same with my iron, same with my chipping. And in putting, I was just taking a little bit more time and thinking a little bit more. And he was just, just put it, just hit it and try to make it. So it was just, you know, coming, having a new perspective, a fresh perspective on my putting. It was really great and gave me a lot of confidence. And now I'm really excited about putting, and I, I just love practicing it. Well, good for you. All right, so listen, so we're going to have a little bit of fun, Alban. I, I have got some questions we're calling getting to know you questions, okay? Now, these are questions that <laughs> um, we're just going to get, we're, we're going to have a little, we're going we're gonna to share a few laughs here, okay? First. Do you have a nickname, and do you have a favorite nickname? In other words, because there's a lot of people that have a few different nicknames. But what's your nickname? What's 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 mom and dad? What's the nickname that they that they uh, throw at you? And do you have a favorite one? Well, I'm going to share my teammates' one. So my teammates call me Alv, and so that was very simple. When I came to college, people were like, "We can't pronounce your name." So one of my teammates was like, "Either I'm going to call you Alfredo or Alvin," and I was like, "What?" So then she ended up saying, well, you're going to call me Alvin. And we were a class of four. And then it ended up being Alvin and the Chipmunks. So Andrea was Teddy and another one was Simon. And we couldn't have found out her once. We were like, oh, you're just a human date. But I ended up, you know, that name Alvin stuck for me with me for four years. And Andrea still calls me Alv every time she sees me. Like, that's my nickname. <laughs> that is fantastic. I love that. All right. Who's been your biggest influence in your golf career, um, and it can't it can't be family. So the next closest one to mm-hmm. family in your golf career. Uh, I was gonna say my dad, though, for sure. Um, right. I think in, uh, inspirational player. I'd say Lauren Ochoa. Um, I yep. got to know her when I was very young. My father played with her in um, World Championships or the Spirit International. They won together and. Uh, I saw her when I was very young at the Avian Masters, and I was just so impressed by the way she handled herself on the golf course. I I just remember so vividly standing next to the first tee box, and she would just, um, you know, come at me and say hello uh, just before teeing up at a major or a a very big tournament. And I was just so impressed by that, and that was really something that stuck with me my whole career, and she was definitely an inspiration to me. Okay. Okay. Um, tell me your proudest moment, and it doesn't have to be golf. It can be anything. Your proudest moment so far in, in your life. Oh, that's a very hard one. Um, 
Or do you want? Do, do you want? Think, do, you, do you need a little time to think about that, or are you? Can you? No, can no, you, can I you think, go? no. I think. Okay. I think my proudest moment might might be the Olympics. I mean, that's really for me the the highlight of my life. Let's put it this way. Uh, just yeah. walking in the stadium, I think that was the probably the best moment of my life. I still have goosebumps just talking about it, and that was yeah the proudest moment of my life. So uh, for all of you, Alban represented Switzerland in the 2016 Rio Olympics, where you finished 21st, by the way, which is very good playing. Mm-hmm. But that's a pretty neat experience being able to walk in there. Did you save any of the of the uh, stuff from the Olympics? Did you get autographs from other other teams or pictures or anything like that? I definitely took a lot of selfies because I was like, no one's going to believe me if I said I saw Usain Bolt um, at the cafeteria. So right. I have to like take pictures of everything. <laughs> uh, so I was definitely taking pictures of absolutely everything. So I have a good um, memory box now of the Olympics. How about, did you, were there, other than going to the golf course, you've got a lot of time down there in Rio and you've got a chance to go and watch all kinds of different things. Was there one sport that you went, oh, I want to go, I want to go see Usain Bolt run or I want to go see some swimming or whatever it was. Is there diving? What, it, was there one thing that you kind of went, I'm, go, I'm going to go watch some of this? Yeah, there's two sports that I absolutely love uh, at the Olympics. It's gymnastics and track. I think those are the two yep. coolest sports to watch at the Olympics. So uh, um, I got to see Simon Bell and then also Easton Bolt run and um, also at the Olympics. So that was super fun and just great memories. Just seeing them live and kind of having the, the feel for just the atmosphere was just a lot of fun. That's neat. Okay, Albon Valenzuela. Albon, I've still got some more for you here, the LPGA uh, <laughs> uh, rookie. So let me ask you this superstitions a lot of athletes have superstitions i when i go out to go play i i'm in competition i am playing with two quarters in my pocket and all, both of them have uh 19 they're from the 1960s do you have any superstitions in golf that that uh you want to share with us well i used to have when i was little so i would only play with Tylus ones and Tylus threes but then at some point, I figured I was really stupid. So I played a whole tournament with just twos and fours. And I think I ended up shooting under par or playing really well, almost winning the tournament. So I was like, all right, I'm over this. So now I, I literally throw any time I feel like I'm close to superstition, I just do the complete opposite. So that way I'm, I get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right, I got two more for you, and then I will, uh, I will let you go. Okay, here's the, the first one. <laughs> superheroes do you have a favorite superhero are you one of those people that gravitates to superman or superwoman or whatever do you have a a superhero that you kind of really like i never really had a superhero that i really liked um i definitely loved watching the incredibles when i was little so if that counts as some yep. sort of superhero um definitely being that, a that counts. i guess would be pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> all right and to that end if there was one um, sort of superhero power that that you might want to have, for instance, if you want, if you could fly, is there something fly. It would that definitely be flying? It would be. Why? It would be flying. I don't know. I think it's so cool to be able to fly. Right, the amount of times I would want to escape a situation, you could just fly, and then you're done. <laughs> yeah. Places you want to go, you can get there in an instant. Alban, exactly. we, we appreciate so much you coming on, and uh, you, no, you've made a lot so of much, uh, fans. I'm sure 
You bet. And, and continued good fortune. I can't wait to see how this rookie season goes for you. And I look forward to a fantastic career. Thank you so much for, for coming on. We'll definitely have you back. We'd love to have you back. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Michael. I would love to. All righty. That's Albon Valenzuela, LPGA Tour rookie, joining us here on A New Breed of Golf. Love getting those insights and, and uh, finding out that the her favorite superhero talent to be able to fly. I would love to be able to fly. We got to fly. We got to take a break here on a new breed of golf more when we return.